I, I can't help it. I just want to listen to songs that make me feel less alone. Why would you pick a depressing one then? That's not depressing. It's like a it's a, like a power ballad. It's a rock ballad. I guess. I mean, the the song's done by a band called Heart, and you have to have heart to feel soul and not alone. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where you're going with that. I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all, all I know is I'm alone. You're alone. The guy across the street is alone. Everybody's alone because we are all self-isolating, and that is one of the reasons we have not recorded in a little bit. Yes. One but, of our many reasons. But according to the Ontario government, we're all essential. Yes, we are. <laughs> we're going to close every business possible, but then give you a list of all the things that still have to open. Which I is swear. pretty much every business. After that announcement, there was more people on the road the next day. Oh, yeah, because they knew everything was open. Yeah, and then, like, the fear, like, people were fear-buying again. It's like, oh, my God, you're going to close at midnight. Actually, we close at 6. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you know, we close at 6. This is a Tuesday, and we're closing on si- at 6. Yeah. So this is our special quarantine episode because yeah. uh, we know you've got the time to listen to it and do all the things that we're going to tell you guys to do, which Inc- is pretty much do whatever you want. Yeah, like, I mean... <laughs> We're in uncharted territory here. Yeah, I'm and, not uh, wearing any pants. Uh, I still am wearing pants, but uh, I'm in a, a new location. We've, uh, we actually just moved. Uh, and I'll tell you, do you know how hard it is to move when all the people that uh, could have helped you move don't want to help you move because of COVID? It's pretty bad. Oh, I would have helped you move. You just never asked. You, you would have drove down to help me move. Yeah, why not? Solidarity, brother. <laughs> Honestly, I was getting so fed up. Like we were getting rid of our old bed, and I was like, "God, oh, you wanna, you wanna?" I just did a bad thing moment. I did a really stupid thing moment. I was like, "Oh, there's a uh, this metal wire at the bottom that goes all the way around the bed. If I just break that in the middle on each side, I should be able to ratchet strap the bed in half and be able to just slide it down on a cart. No big deal." So, like, I, I think about this plan for, like, 30 seconds, and I convince myself that this is the best possible plan, right? And I have a metal blade on a reciprocating saw, so I start going through it. Now, um, if you have a metal blade and you're going into metal, what could honestly happen, right? Well, I'll tell you. Some sparks went into the mattress. So I started a minute, like, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. So I, like, I squirted it down with, like, a bottle of water. And then I was just like, fuck this. Turns so, out that the bottle of water was actually a spray bottle of gasoline. <laughs> so I literally hulked this thing downstairs. I'm just pushing it, like, through the hallway or whatever. It has, like, one of those white sacks on it because we moved to an apartment. We were like, you know what, let's keep the mattress protected. And they develop a lot of static. So literally I'm just shocking things on the way down the hall. It was brutal, but we are now moved. Uh, David and I are much closer to each other on a regular basis now. We're about 40 minutes away. Instead of, yeah, instead of an hour and a half. Yeah, I'm a little further away from all the board game stores, but that's okay. That's all right. That's still just a half hour drive from your place, right? Uh, to, more, more to board game bliss is probably an hour and a half-ish. Because you got to get all the way across oh, Toronto yeah. into Scar- Scarborough. True. 401 games, you're about an hour. So it's not not too, too bad. I forgot that you moved closer than I thought you did. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're now now repping the K-dubs. But uh, 
that that's uh that's a little bit about what's been going on we apologize that we haven't been uh, producing content we're we're really happy that you guys enjoyed the um the jay bartlett episode and we're gonna we're gonna keep passing that one out because i think a lot of people would really love to hear some of the answers that he provided us and it was honestly one of the most fun interviews i've ever done yeah especially a, a unique a unique take on uh our show I didn't really feel like we were interviewing somebody that we didn't know. I felt like he was already our friend when we started. Yeah. yeah. So that that was really cool. But yeah, we apologize that we haven't uh, been around. We understand that this has been kind of a tougher time and we've had a lot going on. There's been a lot of moving pieces for both David and I with our jobs. Um, like I'm still technically working and it's shitty. David's still technically doing school. It's You're shitty too. essential. Yeah, no. So school's fucked. So, everyone knows that most of, if well, all the schools in Ontario are closed, at least. Colleges, universities, high schools, elementary schools. Actually, I'm pretty sure high schools and elementary schools are closed indefinitely. So, there's going to be a lot of dumb people who, I don't know what they're going to do for the grade 12s. Like, are they just going to let them graduate? I think so. Like, if you were a 51% student, this was your year, man. Yeah. Um, so my program, I, I, I'm in the college program, so most people know that college programs have a lot of practical uh, classes and stuff like that. So I can't do any of that. So out of eight classes that I have, um, pretty much six of them were, I would say, over 50% hands-on like practical yeah so they've given us a lot of stuff to do online for them so now we have all of these classes are all online all like read the textbook and quizzes and stuff like that but then what they did is they brought two classes from the summer semester into this semester so they're like okay guys you now have to figure out how to how to handle doing eight classes online but then we're also going to give you two more new ones that you have to do. And that, that's kind of shitty. It's stupid. They one of them they have a group project. We have to do an essay with 8 people in the group without actually talking to anyone. Sounds like you're going to be on Zoom a little bit, eh? I can hate it. Yeah, no, it's 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 rough because I spend most of my days just like working on one thing and then working like going to the next one. Um, yeah, as much as everyone like realizes like thinks that they hate school and going, having to do everything online is probably even worse. And so, I've done online stuff before, right? Like I've done courses where it's like. You know, I've done two or three where it's just completely, like, distance learning and, and whatnot, which is fine. But when you get dumped, like, ten. But the good thing is there's no final exam, so. <laughs> Score. I mean, that that does win you some. But uh, let me ask you this. Do you think Zoom is behind the global pandemic? <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> they, they, like, lifted the... Uh, the duration minimum duration on like their free tier or something like that oh did they yeah just recently so i literally got a message from work the other day saying like if i wanted to use zoom instead of skype um for meetings with my team because my team still has to uh they're they're considered to be on call even though we're closed 
Like I have like assignments and stuff for them to do mm-hmm. because it's not it's not a paid vacation. Um, but we were told that we could purchase Zoom, and they would supplement us back if we were going to do things over 40 minutes but you're saying the meeting time is disabled let me just double check it it, it might have been for for students i'm a student um, of the earth so there's that zoom, yeah, zoom is actually I'll, like just a fantastic program though a lot of people weren't you using it for uh weren't you using it for playing jackbox or something yeah, so I, I figured out how to do that. Um, we we use one my laptop to, like, my other laptop. Like, I'll use my work laptop to host the meeting. And then I will take my laptop and make it the presenter. That way I'm not doubling up the RAM on both the Zoom and using Steam through Zoom. Right. And then people can just log in and we can play games. We're actually uh, a group of friends and I are doing a trivia night tonight through Zoom. So I don't oh, know how that's going to invite. Again, that's it's my ultimate team. I'm sorry. I don't care, man. I'm the ultimate team. Do you, do you want me to ask if you can come? They they met me once. They did. <laughs> <laughs> you you made a great meme. <laughs> don't suck. Please stop sucking. But yeah, so no, like no, Zoom, right. Zoom right now is where everybody's kind of I, th- I think Zoom is keeping it together. So I, right, I think part of what... Because I, I saw some people posting on Reddit being like, what the hell is up with Zoom? And I think it was one of those things that no one really used or needed to use, right? Or the people that did, like, web conferencing and stuff like that, they're the ones that knew about it because it was an option to them. But now that everything has gone online, there's a lot of these, like, schools, programs, and people that need ways to uh communicate with each other in a more i guess personal way right like so you can see them so this is they're probably loving it right but that's that's definitely it they're they're marketing they don't have to do any marketing yeah like last night i watched um so nick kroll and the cast of big mouth did a live stream table read using zoom on the youtube channel netflix is a joke and it was phenomenal. It was so funny to watch these comedians do their voice acting. And then they took, a, like, they did a half-hour Q&A about nice. the show and their, their, like, characters and stuff. And I thought that was really funny. Like, Nick Kroll, John Mulaney, Jesse Klein were all there. Um, Jason Manzoukas. It was it was a lot of fun. It was just something different. Maya Rudolph was there. Sorry, I keep thinking of people as it's popping into my head. Um, it was re- it was a really cool. And, again, it was Zoom. You can tell the Zoom interface. It's not the Skype interface. And... Skype's got to look out because, like, I can also do um, a Google Hangout that doesn't have a time limit, but it limits you to eight people. Yeah. So. And and Skype is kind of trash now, so. Yeah, like, I have Skype for Enterprise. But I only use it for work, so I wouldn't need it for anything else. This but is now. true. Yeah, I, don't, I, I just quickly perused the internet, and I couldn't find anything saying Zoom... Uh, Lifted their 40-minute group. I saw... There was a link. I'll see if I can find it, and I'll send it to you, and then... But... Yeah, I know. This whole quarantine thing... Well, it's not quarantine. It's self-isolate... Or social distancing, which I hate that word. Social distancing. Sorry, it's for schools. You're right. It's just for schools. Okay. I was social distancing years ago, before it was cool. 
I think they should do something more, like call it, uh, like self voluntary isolation or something like that. Well, as something of, that sounds more intimidating, right? A little bit. Um, just before we actually started recording, um, Doug Ford, not Rob Ford, Doug Ford. Wow, I can't believe I did that. Um, had called to action that you can no longer be in groups bigger than five unless you're a family or it's an essential business. So so now we are like, we are in, like, I don't know why we didn't do this so a week if, ago. if you want to get in a group of more than five, just go to any any open retail store in Ontario. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're all essential. Well, last night we had to pick up some milk, and we were like, well, we could go to the grocery store, we could walk across the street to Walmart. And, like, we also were like, maybe we should get some snacks and a few other things while we're there. Like, we needed the milk, so that's what justified the trip. Right. And we were, there was people just hanging out in that store. Oh, yeah. Just hanging out, uh, like, just for something to do. And, like, they're walking in, like, shoulder to shoulder, three persons each. And, like, Chris and I are, like, walking around carefully. We won't jump into the same aisle as other people because we're just, like, not, it's not worth it. Like, I need yeah. to be away from people. They have plastic screens up so you can't communicate with people. We used the self-checkout, but we found out pretty quickly they didn't have any hand sanitizer there or anything. So, like, I didn't touch anything on the way out to the car. Because I'm, like, I'm paranoid, too. I don't want to touch shit. Yeah, we have hand sanitizer in the car. And uh, it's great because, you know, I know that I need to use it. And I do. But I'm also constantly reminded, like, before I even think about getting into the car, I'm reminded by the girlfriend to uh, wash my hands. See, I think the big reminder for me, and, like, I'm, I'm liking it right now because I've got a few days off now. I, I'm working on, a, like, a couple days a week basis, but it's staggered. And I've been home for two days and my skin's finally healing. Because I haven't done anything. Mm, yeah. I don't have to obsessively wash my hands if I'm not leaving the apartment. I don't have to obsessively put on hand sanitizer if I'm not leaving the apartment. And it's feeling better. Yeah, I uh, I ordered something off Amazon that actually arrived within like two days. Um, and <laughs> it's so funny. So, you know... Both of our significant others are healthcare professionals, right? So yeah. I don't I don't know how uh, yours is kind of dealing with this, but um, with with my girlfriend working, you know, in the hospital, she she's a nurse, right? So she's right up there dealing with all this stuff. Um, I think she's she is a little more, I would say, concerned, stressed than I am because you know I don't have to really go out there and deal with it, but. Uh, so Amazon person delivered the item. They were like sitting on the other side of the, the hallway. They like kind of tossed the package to me and I'm like, okay, like I get it, but you don't have to act like I'm like a leper or something like that. Anyway. So I get in, don't even have the clo- the door closed and Andrew's like, wipe it down, get the lights off. <laughs> like, okay, calm down. And so then I wipe it down. I open She's like, wipe that one too. And then she's like, wipe all the stuff on the inside. And so I bought some NFC cards. Yeah. Because uh, I'm I'm uh, making my own Amiibo cards 
for Animal Crossing. Um, <laughs> and so I'm like, you know, these are in like sealed packages. Like, but it came from China. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. So that's what that's that's what that is with her. A lot of a lot of it is fear. Like, I, I'm because of the line of work I'm in. Like, we're frontline support in telecom. So, like, we're the only place if somebody needs, a, like, anything done to, like, come. Only essential stuff, like, though, right? Like but, like, people, like people are bringing in, and, like, we've... I've got to carefully word that. People are bringing in equipment that has been from their home, right? We don't know if they're sick. Then they're handing us this plastic device, and you're just like... Uh, uh, I'm going to go spray this with Lysol now. So, like, yeah. even, even when we buy stuff, like, I've ordered a few things in, and, like, I'm spraying them down. Our building has a really nice policy, though. All delivery drivers um, that come in, um, they will put your package in front of your door, knock on the door, but it has to be in a designated time that you've said. Um, they will step back. They will wait till you open the door. They will watch you pick up the item, and they will leave. There's, It's all contactless, so you can't, uh, like, the purchase has to be made online or over the phone. It's really nice. Huh. Here, they wouldn't do that. Canada Post, well, I'm waiting for some stuff from Canada Post for the last, like, two weeks. Uh, tracking hasn't updated, because apparently Canada Post isn't updating tracking anymore on, on their stuff. Well, I would hope not. <laughs> like, that's... that's uh, I understand how crazy it's going to be for them. But, like, so... Uh, there is an item that was picked up in Mississauga on March 18th. Uh, it was expected to be delivered March 19th. It is now March 28th, and that there's no updates on it. Effectively lost. Now, okay, like, don't get me wrong. I understand that there's a, an actual pandemic out there, and people need to be safe and stuff like that. But... Um, I would say Canada Post needs to be one of those like proactive companies and give a notification about about like what's going on with their shipments and stuff like that. Because the weird thing is, is I have something else that was delivered or shipped and delivered within like t- uh, one day from the same region. So like it doesn't really make sense, but uh, yeah, deliveries and stuff like that here. Especially at the building, I think a lot of the times, like, like where I am, I've noticed, like, a lot of times they'll just leave the delivery sticker thing at, at the window out at the entrance without even coming into the building and stuff like that. Yeah, like, we, we but, have a, we have, I don't, I don't want to say it's like a conundrum. Like, we have lots of food. We're, we're fine for food, both, like, dry food and, like, fresh food. But Chris got into this, like, got this deal with Papa John's, right? And every month you get a free pizza, but you have to redeem your free pizza. And it's the last weekend of the month, and we're like, oh, fuck. And Papa John's has a deal right now. You get two large pizzas for 20 bucks, no tax. So we could get three pizzas for $20, no tax. It's hard to say no to this kind of opportunity, but we also don't need it, you know? Can you, like, uh, offset one of those pizzas towards me? No, so the way it works is she has a coupon for one free medium pizza every month. Oh. That she paid $25 for the coupon book. So, like, it was a really good deal. Yeah. But they're also offering, like, this super COVID offer. Which is now, like, like a priority. 
Yeah. So. I don't know. We're, we're pretty good with food. I, I think some of the things are, some of the essentials are sl- slowly um, dwindling, like snacks, chips. S- snacks are tough because you're bored and you just eat and you consume. Oh, man. You consume. Which is probably a good thing because, like, we bought one of those giant bags of M&Ms from Costco. Costco or Super Costco? Uh, well, it was like regular Costco, but that one's almost gone. Um, I don't know. We, we've, we're, we're doing pretty good. See, Angela panic, went panic shopping like two weeks ago. So she bought like a bunch of random stuff that uh, I, I still ask her about. Like she bought brioche buns. <laughs> like really why like out of all the types of like bread to buy you buy like brioche buns uh and she got these uh like really weird looking tiny sausages i'm like okay are these breakfast sausages or are they regular sa-? she's like i don't know i just panic bought them and the only thing i panic bought was craft dinner see and that's the thing she didn't get any Be- kd because i was like kd one box feeds two people yeah and, like, it's a good quick lunch and stuff like that. Yeah, Mind so, you, I haven't really been eating, like, today. You know, I haven't really eaten anything. I ate some Tostitos. I had a cookie. Yeah, what did I eat today? I had a bowl of Lucky Charms. And right? Like, I feel like I'm rationing now. But also, it's, like, the laziness, right? Like, I know I have nothing else to do today. Right? I could make a meal, but there's a lot of stuff that's frozen, and I just don't want to have to wait for it to defrost. Yeah, the First world um, problems. The big score yesterday with uh, our milk run was mini eggs at Walmart are twelve bucks for the big bag. Ooh. Yeah, that's like a six dollar savings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking that I'm gonna have to go out at some point in the next few days just to pick up like a few things. Um we went out actually this is I don't know if I sent you the uh or if you saw it on my Instagram. I infiltrated the college. Yeah, I saw your video. It just looked like you were playing zombies by yourself. It's Yeah, it's literally like... So I had to go to the school to get my textbooks that I left in the school. And they've pretty much got the school on lockdown, right? So all the doors are locked. They're actually getting students in res. They can uh, choose to move out and then they get like a refund. Um, which is good, but it's also kind of stupid because if they have to go back to classes in, you know two weeks then they don't have a place to live so anyways so i had to go in through like the security door you have to sign in and everything like that but it's eerie well yes and no it's like being in school after like 4 30 when everyone goes home but it was just kind of weird because like it was actually like dead like there was no one there yeah but uh so not not to derail our wonderful conversations about nothing. We do have some stuff to to hit you with. Um, first things first. Uh, let, let, let me paint you a little picture. So I work in a mall. So laid on us. As as you all know, I work in a mall. I I work in telecom. That's as far as I really need to take it. Around my store, there's Foot Locker. They closed two days before we did. There's um, Nespresso, they closed. Casper, they closed. Dyson, they just rolled up their doors like three days before we did. Nothing. Um, One telco closes. Another telco closes. We finally close. The only thing that's still open in our hall 
when I go back the next day to empty out our store, EB, EB Games. Games. Yeah, because they are like living on a dream right now. There is um, uh, I will post it on our Twitter timeline if you guys haven't heard it yet. Um, or I don't, I don't think I want to put it on Instagram. But there was a guy who jumped onto an EB Games call, recorded the call, and published it to the internet. Really? And, oh, it's fantastic! How little they care about their employees. Remember when I was like, oh, I should apply to uh, work at EB and manage, and you told me no after listening to this call? I will never shop at EB again. I will do all my, my game shopping through local retailers, um, like your, your miniatures, like your games exchange, your games hoard. Uh, we got games. Um, I'll go through the bigger entities like Best Buy. Like Best Buy can have all my business if Microplay doesn't have something that I want. But that's it. No more EB for me. I don't care if they have, like, the greatest sale on Earth. They have to... Actually, that would be the only thing that would really get me. Is, like, an insane sale. Because the way they treated their employees... Because they needed to capitalize on fucking Animal Crossing and Doom? Are you kidding me? There was lines. Lines of 150 plus people to pick up pre-orders for both of those games. Friday morning. Yeah. That's, that's not safe. So, so, like what you said about how now, unless they have an, like a great sale or something, that you're not going to go to them. I pretty much only shop at EB Games if I know that they're losing money on the purchase that I'm making. <laughs> <laughs> like the when we bought Xboxes. Yeah, like pretty much I will only buy something on there that I know is well below cost and they are losing money on it. So, But uh, I, I know that... There was a lot of talk about whether or not people were going to get their pre-orders, um, and and that's the thing is is the the game came out Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing came out at a very dark time in history of 2020, and they couldn't be like the most opposite game to each other, <laughs> right? But but the funny thing is is like the the communities um, were embraced each other so well, but. Uh, yeah, a lot of people were concerned about whether or not they're going to get their pre-order um, because for some reason people pre-order Animal Crossing physical. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, I know that some some stores were allowing people to change their physical pre-order to a digital pre-order, but they had to go into the store to do so still, which yeah. was stupid. Um, and just like... You know, you know the company is like on, on thin ice, right? Like it's, you know, like two more sales away from, or two more, uh, not selling the disc protection from <laughs> away from going bankrupt, right? I, so I, I feel that's more in the states than in Canada. Yeah, I, we're not sure if um, if it's like the Toys R Us situation where Toys R Us America is different than Toys R Us Canada. Well, you, you remember GameStop bought Electronics Boutique, which became EB Games and EB Games... What's EBX stand for? Electronics Boutique's Extreme? Something ex- like that. Exchange? Something like that? I don't know. So, like, if you walk into an American GameStop versus a Canadian EB, the big things that you see is 
instead of like having a huge like in Canada you have like your Funko wall, your Xbox, your PlayStation, your Nintendo wall. Then you have like a little area for board games. American GameStops have an entire wall dedicated to ThinkGeek products because they bought ThinkGeek. They also bought EB Games in Canada. It's kind of like when um, the Source bought circuits or Bell bought the Source, which bought all, out all the Radio Shacks. Yeah, which was a big stupid. Well, Radio Shack <laughs> needed help when that was. Yeah, the but Radio Shack was the greatest thing ever. It was. But... It's the same store. I know. <laughs> it's literally just a different coat of paint. I guess. But but, but but what were you getting at? So so yeah, I went on a little <laughs> bit of a tangent. Um, what what you're seeing here now is well, because I was just comparing the two, like America versus Canada. The American stores, they announced yesterday, like how stupidly short sighted is this fucking company, that they've closed all their stores during for a global pandemic after they were forced to by the government. Like in Ontario, the government shut them down. They were like, we will find your asses large if you do not shut your doors. But they were like, GameStop's just like, you know what? Today's Friday. I think I'm going to stretch and we're going to close 300 stores. I'm sorry. Like, I understand losing your job isn't fun in any sort of circumstance and it's shitty. But like, people are already sitting at home panicked that they're not going to be able to come back to work anytime soon and they have bills to pay and mortgage and now they're getting pink slipped. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Sorry, this this company has really riled me up in the last and, few and days. And especially in the United States, right? Where, like, at least in Canada, you know, regardless of what people's political opinion of our government is, I think they're handling the situation right. You know, like, if you've lost your job because of uh, your, or if your store that you're working at has closed down because of uh, COVID, you know, you can can still apply for EI and you can still get it. And now they've updated it to, they have a completely different thing. Instead of EI, you're getting a, like a relief package, which is actually more than money than what I make a month. So score. Is that the um, entrepreneur one? The, like the, the no, two grand that's yeah. But so that's like for everyone. So if you're in, in Ontario or I guess, sorry, not in Ontario, but like in Canada, um, if you have lost your job or your store is closed down due to COVID, you apply for EI regularly uh, and you're applying for regular EI. That's an employment insurance for anyone who doesn't know um, if we have any American listeners or over across the ocean. Uh, so pretty much everyone pays into it in their weekly or biweekly monthly paycheck. And based off of the amount of hours that you work in a year, if you lose your job, then you get some sort of money back every week to kind of offset not having any income. Um, So the government has changed it so that instead of pulling from your EI pool that you have, if you apply, you will be and you are eligible for EI and it's due to COVID, uh, you will get a $2,000 payout that is not part of your EI um, eligible payments uh, for up to four months. Yeah, so it's, that's, it's pretty impressive. That's eight grand that you can get over four months. So for most people, that's actually the equivalent of working like uh, 38 hours a week, minimum wage or something like that. Um, 
it's paid out essentially it's, it's going to be paid out once a month um, but still it's like the, the government is actually focusing on its people right like the people uh, uh, the prime minister actually said in a statement uh, they'll worry about the economy later we need to focus on making sure that the citizens of the country have you know a means to pay for the things that they need and su- survive whereas th- you look at the Americans and man they have I don't no know idea what what's going on I don't know what your your employment you know if you have like some sort of employment unemployment insurance or something like that but man for all those people that worked at a GameStop as shitty as a company that is you know just to be okay well our stores close and uh, yeah you're also fired too now because we don't have a store for Just, you anymore what a terrible timing right and so now like those people and and it's not like they can go out and f- apply for another job because everything else is closed or closing you know so yeah 2020 what the fuck yeah this has been the longest three-month year in my life i know right like i feel like um i, w- I was saying to uh to angela the other day it's like in in December this year, we should just actually kind of use all of 2020 as a trial run, and instead of going into two, 2021, just start over. <laughs> <laughs> just it's a one month year. Yeah, just it, start it over again. You can partition it; it'll work. Yeah. So Animal Crossing and Doom came out. Oh and, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Um, so I haven't been able to play Doom yet, just because I haven't downloaded it slash. That, to me, and, like, it sucks because now I don't want to be a customer of EB Games, but that would have been a game that I would have played for seven days and then returned. (laughs) (laughs) thousand percent. Because, like, you can get through the story of a Doom game in seven days. That's true. But, like, people buy them for the the multiplayer as well and and whatnot. Yeah, I like the stories of Doom. I think they're pretty cool. Animal Crossing, on the other hand, is kind of a sensitive subject in this home. In yours? Yeah, you guys have two switches, so it shouldn't be a problem for you. No, it isn't. Actually, I have a funny story about that. But so, so what's uh, your sensitive s- story about Animal Crossing? So I didn't live here yet, so the game got started by Carissa. So that means it's her island. And the one thing I never thought of, because when you played on DS, it was just your game. It didn't matter. It was your, just your game. Well, no, you could have another. Yeah. Someone, someone else could join your island or your your town on ds but, but they took the idea that the same thing so only the first person to start their town on the ds was the mayor so they're the ones that do all of the the projects and everything they took that same idea for the nintendo switch and, and implemented I, it i don't remember that being a, a hamper for gamecube because we always played together well see that's the thing gamecube Anyone could build their own things, and anyone could kind of work on their own stuff. But, but actually, really, the GameCube one didn't have um, public works projects. Neither yeah. did um, I. Don't think the what was it, City Folk? I don't think they really had that. But still, there should be no <laughs> in on a home console where you promote being able to play with up to eight people from one town. It shouldn't be tied down to the first person who started controlling everything what a complete oversight um like to to be completely honest with you not only is it a home console but it's a family console and do you know how many families went out and they were like shit at least we can buy animal crossing to like slow this thing down and keep our kids quiet 
and unless they're playing together, only one person can advance the game. Like, the you could do is- as much fishing and and uh, picking up flowers and stuff, but once the island's out of stuff, you have to wait. You could fly to another island to do the same thing, but... Yeah, so what I, uh, I saw online, um, <laughs> this guy posted about this, because this was before he really knew, and he said, my, my kid started the island, and we were playing, but now I'm like five or six days in, and I can't progress anything. And the kid, his kid became, like, disinterested. First off, put that kid up for adoption. Uh, (laughs) But, and everyone's like, yeah, uh, he has to control all the public works projects and everything. Like, you can always uh, restart the game, but. Yeah, when that's the thing, he's going to have to restart the game. Like, I'm wondering if Nintendo will patch it and being like, you know what, like, sorry. Or, you know what? I'm a reasonable human being. If you want to have a second save slot on your game, make it a $15 DLC. Well, no, not even that. It shouldn't. It, you should be able to have a, a second town or second it, yeah, island. It was an $80 game. Right? Like, I get it. So Animal Crossing on, on GameCube, it had a memory card that came with it that it was like 36 blocks, right? So, like, it required a full memory card. But you weren't limited to, like, anyone can, anyone could... Uh, Put their memory card in and play. Yeah, like, and anyone on, in the town can work towards progressing the next thing, right? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think, I think Nintendo, this is something that Nintendo could address. They could fix. Um, but I think it would require a major update, which we probably won't see for a little while. But it's not like it has never happened before. If you look at Animal Crossing New Leaf, they released a major, major update, like almost like, I want to say like two years after it came out, which included like the Welcome Amiibo stuff. So it added like a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, so I think like with Nintendo, like they're, they're not stupid, right? Like they, they can see where people are unhappy with with things and they have been known to fix problems but but will they because if you look at the two main facts right now when it comes to animal crossing animal crossing new horizons is now the highest selling um switch title and that only took a few days i think quarantine people has a lot to do with it this is like um like uh in baseball a home run champion that is a home run champion with steroids but you can't buy a switch anywhere right now either that's true. Like, Nintendo is just having the greatest fiscal week ever. It's shitty that they are. because, Like, it's really good for their company, but it's also really shitty the reason behind why they're having such a, a phenomenal sales time. You That's know? true. So, will, in hindsight, will Nintendo turn around and be like, yeah, you know what? I think at this point in time we're gonna not patch it. Or do you think they turn around and say we'll patch it? Oh, like, they probably will. Nintendo, like this is one of like their biggest games. They they're they're gonna support it for sure. Um, but how long? No idea. Krista was so how long is it gonna take? Frustrated the other day that she almost bought a Switch and then she only wanted the Animal Crossing Switch. And that's what stopped her from buying it. Oh, really? She wants the one that is actually Animal Crossing? Yeah. 
Because then we would have both had our own Switch. I was like, that makes no sense, because we're going to have a new Xbox and a new PlayStation soon. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I don't know if I will... uh... Having two Switches for Animal Crossing has actually made it so much easier. Is it more fun, too? Because you guys can kind of, like, visit each other, do your own thing. Yeah, and you know what? She can make her island her own. I can do my own thing with my island. We can visit each other. We can send each other letters and stuff like that. Um, it was just really funny. The first, like, when it when it came out, um, so I played, like, a little bit on the weekend, but then uh, Monday was when all of the online courses started. So I was really busy with that stuff, and she literally played, like, all day. And uh, <laughs> so then we had dinner and all that stuff, and... And she was like, I'm going to, I'm going to like clean up. I'm going to do the dishes in a second. And then she was like sitting down to, to play Animal Crossing. And I'm like, no, I know if you start now, you're not going to, you're not going to stop. And she's like, no, no, I just like, just 30 minutes. I just have to like sell some things, blah, 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 blah. And like, she was literally like begging me and pleading. I'm like, do you see what this game is doing to you? It's, ruining it's only been three days, <laughs> but uh, no, it's fine. And like, the thing is, is we don't have to, you know, f- fight over who's going to be playing the only the only thing now is we have to determine who's using the tv or not um Um, but yeah like i mean that's kind of tough but i think though like the game in general like minus it's you know multiplayer fallbacks um is is almost like the perfect thing that people need right now um except for the cheaters i was like well, yeah, all those time travelers, yeah. Screw you guys. Well, Chris is, like, watching videos. She's like, how are people getting all these cool outfits and stuff? I'm like, they're going through time. Yeah, they're time traveling. Um, like, and the thing is, is time travelers, I don't care how you guys play your game, but it does um, cause, I would say, cause something like anxiety for, for people who are playing it slowly and be like, oh, well, like, it, or it makes people feel like they're missing out. It's like... But uh, anyways, uh, I forgot what I was saying. Uh, you were talking about how it was great that two of you have switches. Oh, yeah. So, like, at this time, like, it's one of those games. Like, the Animal Crossing games are s- such good time wasters. And, like, they're so relaxing, right, that um, when, when you're playing it now, like, there's all this, like, shit going on in the world that you can just kind of forget about it, you know. Just worry about catching fish, catching bugs, you know, chopping down trees, planting fruit, stuff like that. Like, so it's it's kind of nice in that way, um, which I think that's like why a lot of people were super excited, and I think that's also why it sold so well. Um, like this the store that I work at, I I don't know the exact numbers of pre-orders that we had, but it was like over fifty, and we're like a fairly small store. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like, one of those things that it's not people's first thought on buying video games. Yeah. Right? Like, when there's, like, Best Buy, Amazon, Walmart, stuff like that. Um, But, no, it's, like, one of those things that um, even if, you know, I had a stressful day of teaching myself stuff that I'm paying thousands of dollars for someone else to teach me, um, I can just, you know, spend a few hours in the evening catching fish chopping down trees selling yeah. bugs right I, and it's I've just watched kind of nice Chris for the last 
like almost all day try and catch a sturgeon because you can't find one. Oh yeah, they're hard. Yeah, she still hasn't found one, so she has two more days. Oh yeah, because they they it leaves in March, right? Yeah. But no, I don't know. Like I, I'm just I'm flipping through the Animal Crossing Reddit, and you see a lot of people in the same progression spaces. Then you see people with like full costumes, all these like these really cool things that are crafted, like barbecues and stuff. And you're like, how do you have this already? Yeah. I've I've always played the game in the sense that I just play it the way that it was meant to be made. Some things are annoying, like you can only build one bridge at a time, and uh, it takes a day to build it after you've got all the money for it. But, hey, whatever, there's other stuff to do. You got a pole vault. You're fine. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Animal Crossing... It's uh, it's like the number one seller. Yeah, like it's. Or something. I I can't believe it passed such great titles like Breath of the Wild that's like been selling for two years now and yeah. stuff like that. It was a very popular game, and uh, it's impressive. But speaking of games that would play during quarantine, do you want to do that first, or do you want to go through Nintendo Direct? Oh, yeah, we did Nintendo Direct, too. Let's talk about that. There was a Nintendo Direct yesterday. It was a mini Nintendo Direct. A mini with a lot of stuff. It was still like a half hour long. Yeah, it it was not a mini. It was like a... They should have just called it a Nintendo Direct. They didn't need to put mini on there. Um, It started off with a note saying, due to COVID-19 release dates and other information presented in this video are subject to change. For potential updates, please check the official Nintendo website and social media channels, as well as those of our publishers. Our hearts go out to all those affected and impacted by COVID-19 during this challenging time. Ah, thanks, Nintendo. And then they were like, here, Xenoblade Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. Which is pretty sweet, because if you'd never played that on Wii... Uh, you could have played it on the new 3DS, um, but the fact that they're doing a f- complete like remaster, full HD graphics, updated you know stuff. What? You know what? I changed and my they're mind. Adding, they're adding an epilogue. What do you mean you change your mind? I don't want to call it Nintendo Direct, just Direct. I want to call it Nintendo Direct re-release with two new things. Well, that's usually what the Nintendo Directs are. What do you mean with re-releases there's a lot of new stuff on here Uh, okay so xenoblade chronicles was re-released everything from 2k is being re-released yeah well that's just because 2k hasn't come up with anything new um Um, it was like here's borderland legendary collection xcom 2 and bioshock the collection but which is phenomenal yeah exactly right so bioshock was an incredible game and i like that this is the first Nintendo console in a while where you're getting more mature themed games. Mm-hmm. They're actually like expanding their who they're marketing to, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, Bravely Default Two. That was uh, we saw a little bit more of that one, which has a free demo until the I want to say sixth of April. What? No. Yeah, yeah. You can play the the first part of the game right now. Bravely Default Two. Oh. I'm going to have to download that. I just oh, saw Oh, somebody wasn't paying attention when they did their homework. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, so that's a new <laughs> game. Um, I'm actually pretty excited for Clubhouse Games. Wow, you're all over this list. Okay, Clubhouse <laughs> Games. Let's go for it. <laughs> Literally, I'm on the Nintendo.com website. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm looking. Like, I had a list down, and you're just jumping all over. It's fine. 
Clubhouse games looks great. You know, so they had Clubhouse games on the DS, which was a lot of fun. Um, the fact that they're bringing it to Nintendo Switch um, is pretty sweet. Um, the, the price point, though, eh, 50 bucks. 50 bucks for 51 games? Okay, now that you put it that way. Yeah, but like, how often are you going to play Backrat or Mahjong? Right. right. Or Backgammon. I would, and I don't know, I think that's 50 bucks. American, probably? Amer- American? Maybe Canadian, I don't know. But uh, still. USD? Um, uh, but those those games are, uh, are a lot of fun. Yeah, some fun of them looked really cool. You could learn some games that you've never played before, which is neat yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, more Pokemon, Sword and Shield expansion stuff. Can nah. we can we hit that at the the end of the list? Just because I, I I actually I, I actually stopped watching when they went to the Pokemon stuff because I don't care. Um, oh, I just had some <laughs> complaints about it. Oh, then perfect. Uh, <laughs> new update for Animal Crossing. Yeah, it's coming out soon. Uh, Bunny Day, so it's like from what April second or something like that to the April first to the twelfth, and 1st then twelfth. Uh, well, this have... is the 15th, so it's all over the place. Oh. Um, and then Earth Day will be shortly after. Yeah, and they have, uh, they'll have limited edition items that you can craft, like egg stuff, all egg-related. The egg arts look pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and there's an Easter egg hunt for you, um, you completionists out there, which yeah. is pretty cool. There is uh, this new game that actually, I think it's out right now. The one that dropped yesterday. Good job. Good job. That looks interesting. I wish there was a demo, though, because uh, I'm intrigued by it, but I'm not necessarily sure how it plays. Right? Like, the video, sure, it just looks like a lot of mayhem, but it... I don't know. 25 bucks is uh, kind of steep to put on a game that you really don't know anything about well i I haven't even finished untitled goose and that was 20 bucks yeah but that's still great and if i just waited six months i could have got it on xbox for free (laughs) true um Um, marvel ultimate alliance 3 got its third and final planned um dlc this one includes the fantastic four and dr doom and dr doom supposed to wreak havoc over everything which is pretty cool Mm mm-hmm um, Ring Fit Adventures gets a free update for all a, players. That's a pretty big update too. Yeah, they um, added a, a new mode, a, like a music mode, which it's is a pretty rhythm sweet. game. Yeah, which is pretty sweet. Um, seventeen tracks, which you know could be more, could be less, but I think seventeen tracks for a uh, free update for a game. <laughs> and good luck finding that game now, though. It's super hard to find. Ring Fit Adventures. It. Yeah. Yeah, we People were we buying were, them up and then selling them online for like three, four times the amount. We thought about buying it and then just never got around to it. And it's too bad too because now like it's like it it has all Nintendo based music by the looks of it too. Yeah. So it's kind of got that Beat Saber kind of feel. Yeah. Which oh, I bought Beat Saber the other day. Nice. It's a lot of fun. Are you going to be as good as all those players online? No, absolutely not. Um, there is a new. Um, fighter coming to Super Smash Brothers um, Ultimate. It is a fighter from Arms. Arms, you can actually play the whole game right now for free. Uh, there's a free game demo. Um, I believe the trial only lasts a few days, right? It's like until the 11th or something like that. But they're giving you the full game until the 11th. Yeah. 
Which is so, incredible. That never happens. Yeah. Um, this, actually, that reminded me. Ninjala is coming soon, and it, it seemed like a... Splatoon with swords? Yeah. Yeah, it just looked like a Splatoon game with uh, the foam baseball bats. It was cool that the characters were, like, customizable and stuff. That was mm. neat. But it seems very driven towards more children than anything else. Like, I don't see anybody having a competition playing that game. You know? Yeah. Um, oh, the the big ones. The the Probably the biggest releases or announcement. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Academy. Yeah, I saw that. And Episode 1 Racer, or Star Wars Racer, yeah, is coming out. I, I'm going to buy Episode 1 Racer, like, the day it comes out. Uh, Jedi Academy, I'm not sure which system I'm going to get it on. I have it on backwards compatible on Xbox, but it's, like, the original Xbox One version. So I don't know if they've updated it, um, like, this re- Re, the remaster or whatever if they've how they've updated it if it's worth buying again mm-hmm. um but I, I don't know what system i'm gonna get it on but man episode one racer hells yeah burnout paradise that. was pretty sweet too like oh, having yeah. having a high octane game like that on the switch would be great if you're just mm-hmm. like th- these games are all going to crush the batteries of this this device as more and more games come out the battery is going to become less and less awesome and well, uh, i don't know my i my switch that I have graciously donated to the girlfriend was a uh, day one switch, and the battery life is still fine. Solid. I think it, it depends on the games, right? Like how much, how they are designed to use the processor and how they've optimized for handheld mode and whatnot, but I don't know. I think, you know, this, this mini overall, just, or this uh, Nintendo Direct overall, was fairly satisfying. Because um, I know that some people were saying after the release of Animal Crossing, there was no games with any release dates for the Nintendo Switch. Um, now, did we get release dates? For which? Um, like anything? Um, Catherine Full Body's July 7th. There's nothing for Burnout, um, Paradise Remastered, or Star Wars. Mm. Oh, Star Wars is out already. It just says later 2020. Uh, Jedi Academy's out right now. Oh, okay. So there's that. Uh, but Racer isn't out. And how... Did you watch the trailer for that um, Catherine Full Body? Uh, yes. So in order to stay alive and stay in the dreams, you have to beat puzzles. Have you not? Have you never played Catherine? No. I don't oh. want to play those games. Why? Because... I'm not really into... It's anime? Well, it just seems like a game where the ultimate goal is just sexing it up. It isn't, actually. But that's the perception. It, it actually isn't, though. That's the crazy thing about this game. It's actually really good. The story behind it is kind of weird. This guy is like in a relationship with this girl named Catherine or whatever. And then he meets this other girl named Catherine with a K or whatever. And then he like cheats on his fiance. Or I guess he was his fiance, and it just turned into this big thing. But then it's like actually like the story about like the moral choices that you have in life and whatnot. And then that weird puzzle thing. It's like a block climbing puzzle game, but it's like, it's it's good. It's the story is is actually interesting. 
Yeah. G- good sale. <laughs> good good sale. Good sale. It, it's a cult classic. That's the thing. It's like the people who've played it, like, um, you know, for the most part, enjoy it. I think the the trailer doesn't really give it much of a. Uh, I don't know. I I don't think the trailer gives it a very good. It doesn't sell it very well. Yeah. In there, but I think because they had to try and. I, I don't I don't think they can get too much into the actual type of story, or the gameplay. To, to in have this that thing, al- but the al- problem allure? is, is like because the way that they advertise it, makes it seem like a family friendly game when one hundred percent it is not a family friendly game. It sounds it sounds so, too dirty for me. That's yeah, not, it's not my style, bro. Um, other tra- I don't, or, sorry, other titles dropping on the Switch from this would be Panzer Dragoon, the remake. Um, and what I was really surprised... Actually, I wasn't overly surprised about Bubble Bobble 4 because that game's just been around for time, especially on Nintendo. But Saints Row 4 Reelected is dropping on the Switch oh, yeah. yesterday. That's the 27th, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Saints Row, if you like... Grand Theft Auto, but can't play it on your Switch. This is the next best thing. Yeah, it's actually funny. It's it's a really good game. I, yeah. I really really enjoy it. Um, I think that's it for the direct. Oh, Nintendo or er, Pokemon. Oh yeah. Listen, listen up, Pokemon. You make people beat the game to get a fucking Charmander. And now you could just have a random encounter with a Charizard, depending on what game you own. Plus, depending on what game you own, you can absolutely, like, you only, you get certain, like, obviously, no matter what, whichever game you own, you get certain Pokemon. But now you're just being like, hey, hey, look at this, guys. You bought Sword, but you can't have all these cool things Shield has. Stop it. Stop it. If you're releasing a DLC, make everything the same. If you're, if you're going to have regional exclusives sure that's fine but don't change out of the pokedex grab from other pokedexes all you're doing now is pissing off the people who bought sword when they should have bought shield and pissing off the people who bought shield when they should have bought sword it's the same thing over and over and over again like i like the concept of the first dlc you go you go and you get the the little kung fu panda guy i can't remember his name right now but he's exclusive and if you do the the dark temple, you get one style of move. If you do the water temple, you get the other style of move. But they already told you about that in the DLC. You can't make that decision on your own based off information. Come on. <laughs> You're making the game too easy. Do you remember having this much information when you played the original Pokemons? No, there was no information. Like, what was it? Um, in red and blue, you can catch all three legendary birds, and in yellow. In silver and gold, you could get either Lugia or Ho-Ho, because they were the same, but you could catch all three legendary dogs. In X and Y, depending on what starter you picked, dip, uh, and which secondary starter you picked, depended on what uh, which one of the three birds you got. You had to learn that on your own. Like, if you picked fire and water, you got Zapdos. If you picked grass and fire, you got Articuno, that kind of thing. Right. Now it's all just like, they're just telling you everything. What's the point of buying it? Like, this Pokemon game sucked. 
It was not good. I, I haven't even finished it. I'm glad I never bought it. But like, I, I, like I feel like they're just kind of beating a dead horse. No, we're now. beating a dead Pokemon. Like the, the <laughs> no, like no, like they are. You know what I mean? Like they, they, it didn't sell as well as they thought it would. Which it sold well. I'll give it that. It didn't sell on but, Pokemon standards though. Right. Uh, and now they're trying to update it. But you notice their last two was, titles but... were not good. Yeah. Sun and Moon was not good. They changed the animation style and it pissed people off. And then they released Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, which fixed a lot of things. But it's like, okay, hold on. You released the same game twice, but made it. Like, just in a big change that they did right from the beginning of the game, like, the pretty much the whole tutorial for Pokemon Sun or Moon is easily like an hour and a half. And they cut that down significantly in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. So, like, just things like that, you know. But they essentially re-released an entire game that they probably could have just updated. Yeah, they... As, as somebody who's been a fan of the series, like, X and Y was the last good game for me. And I didn't even play Black and White, because I didn't really enjoy Black and White. Like, I, I was just like, oh, you're adding so many Pokemon that I have no interest in their names or anything. X and Y... You knew when you were playing it, you were going to have a shot at the original 150 as well. Because that's the way the game was being set up. You knew once you hit the second island, you were good to do something else. Mm-hmm. And now, like, and you're right, they are beating a dead horse. They're like, not one, but two. Two different DLCs. This is what we're going to do for you. Like, fuck off. I'm just. I'm done with the game. I'm going to finish the game because I bought it. Probably still has full trade value, too. Oh, yeah. It'll it'll keep its trade value for a while. But where are you going to trade it in? Because you're not going to be shopping at EB Games anymore. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Right? Yeah. So, uh, what do you... What do you uh, what are you planning on doing with your time? Are you gonna gonna play some games? Are you gonna watch some movies? Are you gonna watch some movies that were in theaters for like five seconds and they're being released within the, the next week onto streaming services? I've actually been catching up on some of my movie backlog, so yes. Did you uh, did you like how some films like The Invisible Man, um, Trolls, these are all coming out with a nineteen dollar fee so more than double what you'd pay actually less than double because most movie tickets are like 13 to 15 bucks so i will say five dollars more than what you'd pay to go to the theater and see the movie and some jackass is gonna leak it you know somebody's gonna rip it and and leak it right how do you like a how are these companies gonna be making money and b do you think this is a good idea um well, the companies are not going to be making money. I feel like this is going to be one of the worst financial quarters for many, many media companies. But um, I think in order for them to even get any money back, though, they have to release them early on online. And with that being said, I think there's the, the number of people that 
purchase it or will purchase it to stream is going to be significantly more than the number of people who uh, would have gone to see it during its theater run. Yeah. Because people are stuck at home now, right? So now they have the option to be like, oh, you know what? This movie came out like a week ago. Uh, all right, you know what? I'll, I'll rent it because I don't have to leave my house. And yes, there's going to be people that download it, that stream it, you know, but I, I don't think there's as many people that are doing that. You know, like I know like the media companies make it into this like big, huge, massive problem. But if you if you ask your friends, you know, oh, how many of them stream stuff? For the most part, I would say people now have stuck to things on Netflix and and Amazon Prime and um Disney Plus, right? Well, Amazon's so the, the one company that's taking advantage of this. Right? So they're like, "Hey, we're going to we're going to release a movie streaming platform for just these companies. You have to pay $19 to watch the movies, but you can do it on ours." Right? And that's the thing is like if if people are are almost trained now to use these services that they pay a monthly fee for and less likely to search out how to download these things again now like granted there's still going to be those people that do that regularly then that's all they do right but i think generally now the public is like i said used to just using streaming services so they're more likely to okay you know what uh amazon's having a service where oh all of these like movies came out in the last month and i want to see them well sure i'll pay the 20 bucks to do it because it's easy right like their credit cards already set up to their account okay whatever rent purchase so i don't know i didn't even know that the uh, invisible man i saw that online i'm like was this a netflix film or was this in theaters or something like that the the hunt is another one they're doing that too and i know disney uh i know pixar released uh, one of their movies early online so onward um is going to be released on the third because they were in theaters for a week and disney's sitting on so much money that this isn't going to be a huge loss for them but no. it's going to make a lot of people sign up for disney plus for even a month right eight dollars at a time is going to add up um the other the one that's caused a lot of problems in hollywood is trolls world tour is Universal pulled their film that wasn't slated to come out till May. They're like, oh, we're just going to put it on the streaming service. We're going to give parents something to kind of have, right? The issue with this is other companies, like they delayed Wonder Woman. They delayed Fast and the Furious. They delayed a bunch of stuff. And they're like, well, Trolls was going to do a lot of business for us. Mm-hmm. It's a huge movie of stars. Anna Kendrick and Justin Timberlake and a bunch of others. This is big. This is going to bring a lot of parents in with their kids, like three, four kids at a time. This is a lot of money. And Universal, I guess, was just like, so? What do you want us to do? Like, we're, we're trying to, like, do something for everybody. Like, even Bloodshot. Was it Bloodshot? That new Vin Diesel superhero movie? Yeah. Straight, straight to streaming. I, I actually got to watch that one. It looks, it looks interesting. But, like, I just, I hope somebody doesn't ruin it for everybody, 
right? And you know somebody will, but like... What do you mean? Like ruin it, it how? Somebody's going to pay $20 and then they're going to drop it on LimeWire. Oh, it's already, or it's already up there, right? Like it, it's already online. But like I said, it's easier nowadays for people to just say, you know what, I'm, I'm on the service already. It's asking me to, to pay, you know, 15 bucks to rent this, whatever. Done. Yeah, like um, Chris and I have, uh, the last time we went to the movie theater, we didn't even buy movies. We went to, uh, we were having a movie night and we we're like, oh, we don't have any popcorn. And the Cineplex is right across the street. We can see it from the window. And we were like, oh, let's just let's run across the road. We'll get some popcorn and some snacks. Mm-hmm. $20 later, um, they don't hand out that ticket for the movie anymore. But if you use your scene card, you get a, a free movie loaded to your account a day later. And we have until the end of the month to watch it. So we have a Cineplex rental, which is great because uh, I think we're going to watch Jumanji 2 with it. Great movie, by the way. Yeah, we're, we're excited to see it. But it's it's amazing. Like, now you're being rewarded. And, like, I, I understand where, like, movie theaters are pissed because, like, people aren't coming in. They're not going to buy. They're not going to buy the movie ticket. They're not going to spend $25 on snacks for a couple. Like, a couple is, like, 20 to $25 for snacks. It costs $50 to go to the movies. Yeah, that, that's just a park. Yeah, like... <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> just, just to park the car, it's 50 bucks. Oh, I live in a city that no longer requires you to pay for parking. I, I'm just joking. It was a joke. I like it. Um, how expensive it was. <laughs> but no, it, it's so true. Like, um, I'm trying to think of the last movie we actually went and saw in theaters. It might have been Spider-Man. And I remember like the two tickets, because we got um, 40X, because we wanted Spider-Man to like move our seats... So those tickets are like $40 just for two tickets. And then you're buying snacks on top of that. That's another like $25. you are looking at $65 to go to the movies now. Mm-hmm. Remember when we were in high school? You could get a ticket for like 10 bucks or 12 bucks or whatever. And then you could get your drink and your popcorn. Like with the $20 your parents gave you. You were set. But even going to the movie then was like 20 25 bucks for everything. Yeah. And you got free refills on the popcorn. And pop. If you bought yeah. a larger lot or bigger, right? Yeah. You can get it on the medium. So That's correct. I, I mean, I think it's kind of cool. I'm also kind of cautiously optimistic to how it works. I also think some streaming services like Cineplex are very underappreciated. And right now, people aren't going to be using their services. 30 days from when everything closed. So the theaters closed last week. So people who bought theater or like those things last week will have 30 days. And then who's using their service? There's going to be like a week or two with no services being used, which is crazy. Yeah. All because some guy ate a bat. I don't, I don't, I don't think it was that. The, the, the COVID thing was definitely because a dude ate a bat. He had oh. a bat that like had some virus that combined with an armadillo virus. Those crazy Asian animals. Those bastards. <laughs> so, uh, speaking I, of movies, yeah, I was gonna say, what do you, uh, what are you gonna be watching for the so, for the next little bit? Uh, I I think with the everything being shut down, it's a great time to watch like movie series or like trilogies and uh, whatnot. So, we we came up with a list 
of some of our suggestions on cinematic masterpieces to watch in a row. So my guess for you is Star Wars. Okay, in no particular order, I would say if someone is looking for some films to catch up on, to rewatch or to watch for the first time, you're going to have two different types of people. You're going to have the Star Wars fans, which are either going to choose the prequel trilogy or the original trilogy, um, and maybe Rogue One. Mm-hmm. And then, so there, there's like seven films right there, right? Because really, any true Star Wars fans is, is going to watch all s- six or seven films. And then you have the Harry Potter fans, which there's what, like seven Harry Potter films? Sorry, did you say six or seven? Isn't there nine plus two standalones, so 11? Oh, no, I don't count the, the sequel trilogy as worth watching. Oh, so you don't count the new, like, seven, eight, and nine? Yeah, and, and the solo movie, trash. But what about um, Rogue One? No, I said Rogue One. Yeah, so that's why. Seven, six or seven, depending on whether or not you want to watch Rogue One. But you don't have to watch Rogue One in between... Um, not six. Between three and seven. Holy shit, that's confusing for Star Three Wars. and seven? Wouldn't you watch it between three and seven? It's three and four. Rogue One. Have you not seen Rogue One? No, I told you. I haven't watched anything beyond the six. Oh, my God. It literally ends right at the beginning of episode four. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, damn. Yeah. Um, And so, anyways. So, if you're not a Star Wars fan, there's the Harry Potter films. There's, like, seven or eight of them. If you're into that, I guess. Uh, For the car fans... Or Vin Diesel fans, really. <laughs> yeah. There's the Fast and the Furious. There's like 12 of those movies. There's only eight. There's okay. there's eight and a standalone. And which one, which one's the standalone? Hobbs and Shaw. Okay. Is is uh, Tokyo Drift number two? Tokyo Drift is the third movie to be released, but it actually, in the timeline, happens between six and seven. Right, because that's how they introduce um, uh, the guy. The the guy who blows everything up, Shaw. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, if then, you're a robot fan. <laughs> yeah, if if you like cars and robots. <laughs> I'm and, sorry, we haven't ran this joke in so long, but Transformers. <laughs> there's like five of those movies. Yeah, and you could alternate between. Uh, watching a Fast and the Furious movie and a Transformers movie, and it would be Trans Fast and Furious. So yeah, uh, uh, this was another one that I think is a is a solid cinematic masterpiece. Uh, the Blade trilogy, yeah. uh, Wesley Snipes, and you know, regardless of how you feel about Blade Three, the the Blade movies are pretty good. Um, good old fashioned vampire slain stuff um until you else? have that ryan reynolds wesley snipes one that everybody hated yeah that was blade trinity that was blade trinity that's the third one which still isn't that bad i remember watching that in theaters with a bunch of friends yeah if you want um nine to twelve hours of cinematic genius you could watch all the lord of the rings or all the hobbit films 
if, or if you want to sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I tried to watch the extended edition of some of the Lord of the Rings. Like, the first Lord of the Rings movie, that in itself, like, in, in its cut-down theatrical version, is pretty boring. Return of the King, though, is phenomenal, the extended. Yes. But that's where everything happens, right? The first two movies, it's just kind of like them walking. Yeah, the second movie has one battle scene and like an hour of walking. Um, what about Back to the Future? Ooh, that would be a good one. Or The Godfather. I'm only picking movies that have like three or more. I've never seen The Godfather. Uh, you, you definitely should. Maybe I should watch those. Uh, what about... Um, uh, there's also like seven Star Trek movies. And if you don't want to go with the original Star Trek movies... There's three of the uh, the J.J. Abrams remake versions, mm-hmm. um, which sorry, go uh, ahead. They're, they're, which like the remakes are they're all right. Like they're not anything. They're literally like a legit remake of the originals. So if if you want to watch the um, the what's considered the the Jersey trilogy, um, you could watch Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, and then Jersey Girl. Um, which Did are, you watch um, the Jane Silent Bob reboot? No, is it good? It's actually really funny. They actually make fun of the fact that that uh, it's like a re- reboot. That's pretty good. The, and it's it's really well done. The only reason I have the, this movie set listed down is because it's a very loose trilogy, but it's one that like it's all the same actors in every single movie, right? So it's it's um, yeah, it's designed to be that way. If you want to watch something fucked up, you can watch Hannibal. Uh, there's six Mission Impossibles. How are we forget about these? Oh yeah, actually, that's a. Those are those are pretty good films too. Uh, Ghost Protocol, I really enjoyed. Is that the? Oh, Fallout. Angela loved Fallout. That's that's like the one where he actually breaks his leg in real life, right? Yeah, um, she was actually really. Um, really psyched for watching that film i think we, we talked about it on one of our previous episodes like she would she would randomly watch the trailer um so we we saw that in theaters it had that actually, imagine dragon song in it yeah we uh i i found it on blu-ray like the complete collection for 20 bucks that's not bad yeah so i bought that for her for a, a late christmas present because it was literally like a boxing day deal <laughs> So I'm like, okay, whatever, here. You get this after Christmas. Well, David, if you're a sports fan and you love Disney movies... Oh, bend it like Beckham. Nope, the Mighty Ducks 1, 2, and 3, but so close. Oh. Yep. What about uh, like the Air Bud movies? Those count. Those count like Austin Powers movie count. I would say Austin Powers is a good... Oh, James Bond, what the hell, man? I have the whole 25 collection... The only movie I think I'm missing is... I think we did this once. I think it's Skyfall that's missing, right? I don't know. I think it's called the James Bond 25. And it's like a, it's like a big book of all the movies, but you don't get... Like oh, you don't get, one, you right? don't get Spectre. I think yeah, you get Skyfall. I think it ends. So... So, like, for anyone who's really stuck at home, has nothing to do. Yeah, you could watch and, The Matrix. Oh, yeah, they're remaking, they're doing, a, a f- what, a fourth Matrix movie? There's, like, 
if depending on what part of the canon you want to go through, you can watch X Men one through three. You can watch Logan one through five. Well, the X-Men Origins, or you could watch the first class series, which is another three movies. So there's lots of that. We haven't even scratched the Marvel Infinity Stones um, saga. Yeah, but by the time someone gets to that, I think quarantine would be over. I actually saw somebody on Reddit do it. They just finished all 22 movies. Um, That's too much work. uh, You can watch Scream or Scary Movie 1 through 5. You can watch Sam Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy. You can't watch The Amazing Spider-Man. No, because there's they only, only two. Made two of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can watch Die Hard 1, 2, Die Hard with a Vengeance, and then Die Harder. Or, and then Live Free and Die Hard. Because <laughs> they're just, oh, man, pirates. I'm thinking of all these movies just off the top of my head now. Dun, 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 dun. When, when you really think about it, though, like there's, there's a, a binge-watching movie marathon for anyone. Yeah, it's and true. You know what? Like you, you could always um, set up some sort of like streaming group streaming thing. Get everyone to. There's actually a website where you can uh, all log into your Netflix account or whatever. Um, it's Netflix it has and like, Stay Home or something. Something like that, and it's like it has like a chat thing for everyone to kind of just talk to each other, and or I, I think you can use your webcams as well and 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 see each other. So. It's cool that there's like these options out there for people to still do the things that they love, watch movies together. Um, I would actually probably go crazy if I was actually by myself. Yeah, like, for all this time. I've had um, enough I've, time to like I've had enough stuff to do that I haven't like depended on video games or anything right now, but it's coming. Yeah. I've actually um, now resorted to opening up the the window or the balcony door and just screaming incoherently why for no, for no reason at all because it's funny we're on the 11th floor so there's no way that anyone would be able to see that it's me unless someone else is on like the opposite building high enough up to see me like at the the, the window and it's just funny like Think about it. Someone is walking along outside, and they just hear like some random like ah, like that's it. And, and right? they just look up. They realize it's an idiot, and they they roll back down. <laughs> yeah, right. So that's that's what I'm doing with my time in between Animal Crossing, school, and watching movies. So. Just just so you know, because I had to look it up. The last movie you get in the Bond 50 collection is 1920. It is Quantum of Solace. So you do not get Skyfall. Oh. So, like, I have to pick up, like, four more movies. Yeah. Or, no, they're at um, three more movies, because it would be Skyfall, Spectre, and um, No Time to Die, which is the new one. Yep. And... And like I have all of the uh, the Star Wars movies, um, I well not I haven't bought um, Rise of Skywalker yet because it's not out, but uh, I I reluctantly bought the Last Jedi. It was uh, eight dollars for the four K version, which I probably will never watch, but I have in my collection. But nice. um, my goal is to find the 
for some reason it was like a Best Buy exclusive in Canada. The uh, Skywalker Saga. It's 27 discs. Um, all seven films in 4K and then uh, just regular Blu-ray. And then there's also seven special features discs as well. And it comes in this like big, nice, big like photo book type thing. Oh. It was like 350 bucks. And I did not know that it was a uh, Best Buy exclusive, so I did not pre-order it. Now I can't find it anywhere. Hmm. But luckily they're not making any more movies in the Skywalker Saga, so I can actually buy that and not have to worry about having to buy another Skywalker Saga film. True, but now now what if they make another... I guess they're stopping Star Wars for a bit, right? Uh, I don't... I think they've stopped the cinematic universe... They haven't stopped the television. Like, there's still Mandalorian that's coming out. Season 2 comes out in November. And Clone Wars is um, continuing. Clone Wars just released, um, Season 7. Uh, they're working on the Obi-Wan film. And I know that there is uh, Cassian Andor. Cassian Andor, whatever. He's uh, one of the guys from Rogue One. So that's going to be kind of like a Rebels-type series. Yep. So they have like a bunch of TV shows that they're they're working on but i think the actual films are on a hiatus until they can figure out what the hell they're doing it's 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 a wonderful time for for star wars fans because you're gonna get that break you need while you always get you also get that tv content and disney plus is releasing star wars like weekly which is nice yeah, with the clone it, wars it, it, there's a lot there's a lot lot out there to catch up on so i'm, I'm kind of glad that there's they've stopped the films because really for me i just have to catch up on clone wars and then uh november is the next big thing and that's uh mandalorian season two i'm just hopeful that eventually we um like disney plus fixes itself because it still has so many flaws and like you can't watch oh, yeah. the simpsons because it's cropped to shit um Star Wars Episode Four: The Scroll is in French. Oh yeah, so dumb. All right, le dumb, le, le stupid. Um, any games you're playing besides Animal Crossing right now? Now that you have a, a backlog that you can kind of play out a little bit because you're doing nothing else. You know what? No, I'm just playing Animal Crossing. Um, I, I, I keep thinking about other games that I want to play. But then I just play Animal Crossing. I think as the days go by, I might, you know, I'm, I'm going to limit myself to the amount of time that I can play in Animal Crossing. You know, like, do the things that I need to do, you know. And then go back a few hours later and finish them off. And then play some other games. Then go back. Yeah. Um, I've, uh, like, I just set up the Xbox last night. Um, I think I'm going to spend time in a builder f for now. I don't really want to, like, Outer Worlds seems like the perfect thing to play right now, or in all honesty, Fallout. Um, I, I was thinking about possibly playing Red Dead, because that's like 40 to 50 hours. But I, I just finished it recently, so I don't know if I want to start a new game and just kind of redo everything I did wrong. Um, I really, like, I'm thinking about either playing City Skylines or... Um, um, what's it called? Two Point Hospital and really just... Yeah. Oh, Two Point Hospital is a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I like I, I played it a little bit on PC, but my PC wasn't good enough. Um, but I can I can make a good few day run at a uh, Two Point Hospital. 
Because, like, you'll eventually get bored of the hospital that you have, or you'll yeah. run out of money. Because apparently the game doesn't reward you very well if you cheat. Like, I think it's one of those ones where if you get unlimited money, it's like, oh, no achievements for you. Sorry, Bo. So. Yeah. Um, what was I going to... There was another game that I was going to actually play. Not Jurassic Park, and that game sucks. No. Oh, yeah, I've been uh, playing through Yoshi's Wally or Yoshi's Crafted World. Oh, did you buy it? Yeah, I got it. It was like 40 bucks, so I was nice. figured, why not? And how do you I, like see, it? The, the problem that I have is, like, there's all these games that I do want to play, and, yes, I have so much time that I could be playing it, but then also I have 10 classes that I have to focus on. So... I don't really have that much time, so I have to choose wisely which one I want to play. And right now, Animal Crossing is taking priority because I got I got shit to do in that. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, why can't I think? And of it's funny, like I, I don't know how many I don't know how many friends you have on uh, your Switch list, but um, pretty much out of every every time that I'm playing online, there's at least five or six people, and they're all playing Animal Crossing. But seriously, though, people, open up your your town gate so that I can just show up. Because there's no way for me to message people through the Switch to yeah. tell them to open up their gate so I can come visit them. I found a quick curated list of games that you would enjoy while you're uh, quarantined. Would you like to hear it before sure, we close sure, off? I sure do. All right. So uh, if you haven't played God of War for the PS4, that is on the list. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. I, I'm assuming all these games are like super long ones yep grand theft auto 5 which is free on game pass for those who don't own it um the last of us part one if you're uh wanting to relive joel and ellie's story just before part two comes out um uncharted series the entire thing um if you haven't played metal gear solid the phantom pain i'm just starting that now actually because well i told you i got an insane deal on the whole thing yeah. Uh, it was like 14 bucks after everything or before everything i can't remember what the actual price was but um yeah i got the whole game brand new sealed with uh, the prologue for less than 20 bucks so i'm excited to play that um like uh, well, apparently it has 100 hours of gameplay for a kojima game yeah but that's a lot of collecting um the witcher 3 the elder scrolls if you want to go back into skyrim breath of the wild is a fantastic game um, Super Mario Odyssey. I played that for about a week straight, and then I got kind of bored. Um, Spider-Man PS4 is really good. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, Kingdom Hearts 3 is free on every platform right now. That's a game if you want to spend a bunch of time. Uh, Doom Eternal. Um, Doom Doom 2016 is available right now for free on Game Pass as well. Division 2, everybody bought that for dirt cheap. Have you played any more of that? Or did you stop? Which one? Uh, the Division 2. Uh, I honestly haven't really had much time to... I haven't played since you left. Yeah, me, me neither. Um, Yakuza 0. Pretty much any of the Yakuza games. Seriously, like, Yakuza 0, I'm not even halfway through the game, and I'm already clocked in, like, 40 hours. Um, Overwatch is one game that I'm very tempted to drop the $20 on right now. I probably never will. Like, I missed the days where it could have been free, or apparently there were, it was a game of the month and I missed it. But um, Fortnite's also out there, of course. Apex Legends, 
PUBG, Call of Duty Warzone, um, NBA 2K20, Microsoft is giving away for free right now if you pay for Game Pass. FIFA 20, you can get if you have the EA Pass. Uh, Mario Kart 8, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Overcooked 2 somehow made this list. Jackbox, game, or Jackbox Games, which I'll, I'll pin in because that's how I want to finish today. Um, Pokemon Sword and Shield. <laughs> the Sims 4 uh, Chris has been playing for that for days it's like her second second life No Man's Sky now that it's been rebuilt um, Rimworld and Animal Crossing New Horizons IRL Racing if you have a setup and Total War Warhammer now let's talk about Jackbox a little bit before we uh we close it off today. Have you played any of these Jackbox trivia games? I've uh, I've dabbled. Yes. You've dabbled a little bit. Yeah. Um, what I find to be incredibly awesome about this, and I think Steam's doing a great job um, with their partners, because you can get any board, uh, any Jackbox game right now for twenty bucks, except the new one, which I think is thirty, or you can buy some games individually for five bucks. Um, each one comes with a different set of games. A lot of them are just like board games you've played on a regular basis. A lot of them, believe it or not, are just Boulder Dash. Uh, <laughs> mixed into other games. But uh, you can play with up to eight of your friends at a time, and you don't even have to leave the house to play, which is great too. One game that we've been playing a lot of is um, both Fibbage and Quiplash. Fibbage is a game where it, it gives you like a law or gives you a definition of a word and the right answer they give you the right answer and one of their own wrong answers then everybody else has to submit answers and then everybody logs in on their phone and they can guess and they can play and they can submit their own answers i think it's great i also like right now how the community of jackbox players uh, um, have really embraced the games as well like uh, there was a twitch stream i saw yesterday shortly after you mentioned that you saw it on twitch um, they were playing an eight-person game, and then they had, oh, I would say, close to 75 people playing in the audience. And they were just influencing how the game was, like the audience was. Yeah. Which was really cool as well, because it could, it's more than just like the eight players. If you, you have the opportunity to play with more than eight players, it's pretty sweet. Um, I'm a big fan. I think it's great. I, I really enjoyed like number two and number three. We played this one where you have to try and find the alien on your ship, which is kind of like Secret Hitler. There or the Resistance, so you like do a whole bunch of games, and they can see games differently than other people can, and the room just doesn't trust each other, and it's really great. That one's harder to play online, but it's it's still a lot of fun, and uh, I would encourage everybody who has played these games or um, is like listening to this being like oh i'm kind of curious about this do this instead of going to your friend's house jump on xbox live with your friends jump on ps uh, ps online jump on switch and then call your friend because the online system sucks so so for people who don't necessarily know how they can get their remote friends to join in though for for someone who it you don't have to own any of these games Right, like so, only one person has to, and then other people can join in using their cell phone or their computer and stuff like that, right? Yeah. You, you, so how, cell phone, how would you tablet. get? Sorry. So if I had, uh, say for example, so you own the game, and I wanted to play with you, 
what setup would you use so that I could see you and the game at the same time? So I would use either uh, Google Hangouts or Zoom. I would broadcast a meeting from my PC. Uh, like I would honestly have to have a two-computer setup um, to do this effectively. I would load up Steam on my laptop. I would play Jackbox 3, as an example. And then I would host a meeting on Zoom. I would... Or Google Hangouts. Google Hangouts is free. We're not telling people to buy Zoom. We're not paid by either company. Uh, I mean, we're, our podcast is on Google, so I guess we're a little bit more attached to them. So we'll say you join a Google Hangout with uh, seven of your friends or six of your friends or whatever. You host the game and make that or make your computer that's hosting the game the presenter of your meeting. And then everybody joins in the chat. Um, there'd be a little code up on the screen saying like uh your game code is you join your game code and then the game will start and then you guys can play from the comfort of your couch there is no need for anybody to leave their homes right now unless you desperately need food play games is that the answer you were looking for that's the answer i was looking for so that now everyone knows how to play jackbox party one through seven remotely i think there's only six i think though yeah there's like <laughs> i was like there's 17 of these they started coming out in like 2015 it's um it's a new way to kind of play games it, we're in a weird weird time and to be real with you guys all for a second like it's not been easy for anybody including david and myself and our families and friends because you can't see anybody you can't hang out with anybody yeah you like both david and i are fortunate enough to live with our partners but at the same time those are the only people we can see it's uh like it's not a bad thing but it's also it's it's tough for people who can't see their families right now and it's tough for people who can't hang out and see their friends or see their friends like newborns because it's just too risky i I know someone who got married but they (laughs) so they had like their the the pastor or whatever who did the ceremony uh, and it was the pastor and then the two of them, and they just streamed it. That's pretty and great, else though. Joined in, right? Like, so they still did that. Um, I know someone who's looking to get married in June, so hopefully by then, you know, everything's kind of. Hopefully by then, things have cleared up enough that that will still be able to go on. Because this is the first wedding I've been invited to <laughs> that I'm not working, and I better go i'm not gonna let any coronavirus stop me uh we have a wedding in may that's looking more and more likely that it's not gonna happen for us um it's really it's super unfortunate but the wedding's in the states and there are i want to say 12 of us coming from canada maybe 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 16 or 18 uh, most of us were carpooling down. We had this whole plan to have like a, a larger Airbnb with the one group of people. And we were really excited for it, um, this wedding. Plus, like, I had I had tickets to a Cubs game. So I was like, I was planning pretty hard. And it, I would say uh, advice for just pretty much anyone, uh, don't plan anything for this year. Well, we had it, we had it planned. We've known about this wedding since last summer. Um, 
and like the like if I knew the last time I was going to hang out with these people was when I drove them to the airport um, and I wasn't going to be able to see them like for their wedding which is a very big possibility it's, uh, like that's that's pretty um, sad for us but like we're we're doing our best we're we're hanging out with them on Zoom and Skype and just check on your friends guys <laughs> like yeah like make them best out of a, a shitty situation yeah like even like you were saying like you watched the wedding via live stream like <laughs> that that's weird oh no no i i didn't watch it oh i wasn't invited you weren't I even invited that, to the live stream i saw that there was that it happened guys yeah, can, no. can we afford to add david to the live stream <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't think we have enough bandwidth there's not enough space in the in the zoom oh speaking conference. of speaking of bandwidth really quickly man i this has been a great podcast of absolutely nothing, and I'm very thankful you guys have come along for the ride. But for the love of God, do not call your internet providers because your Netflix doesn't look crisp and clean in 1080p or 4K. Netflix is dumbing down their service because the internet bandwidth is uh, the the traffic on the internet is too much right now everywhere. And like you're you're like I noticed rubber banding for the first time in a long time the other day, and I like I plug in my xbox it's differently it's different out there but netflix has dumbed down their their internet stream as well we're 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 in a weird world yeah do you uh do you have anything else or do you want to let these people get back to their day yeah well i know that they got nothing better to do yeah like (laughs) i i i know you're here listening uh to this while you clean your living room for the 15th time in the last seventh day Someone might just be sitting on their couch, you know, using their belly button as a bowl for their their uh, salsa or their cheese dip. Who knows? What one Tostitos worth? That's a, it's a, yeah. it's a good size. Yeah. All right, guys, we're gonna we're we're gonna head out for the day, um, but we are planning a few little extra tidbits of content for you guys just to to help our time go by too. So uh, we look forward to that, and we will catch you guys. On the next episode. On the, the non corona side. Eh? Eh?